morning, happy new year. <laughs> Welcome to University Chapel. May God's love hold you. May God's grace feed you. May God's uh, 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 mercy inspire you as together we worship. Please stay seated for the sun in silence. Holy is God, holy, immortal, ever-loving, ever-present, here and now. Come and see that in the absence of love, there is no reason to know our neighbor. But love connects us to our neighbors, our children, and our hearts, and to God. Holy God, in this time of worship, feed us full with the durable power of your love, grace, and peace. Let us pray. God, we thank you for this day, a day that you created, a day like no other day, a day that you made that's new and comes with new mercies and new grace, new goodness, new ideas, new appetites new sensations, new realities. Day that's filled with love and goodness, grace, all that you have for us. Now God, I decrease so that you may increase. The words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in my sight. Oh Lord, my strength and redeemer and all God's people say uh-huh and uh-huh. It is certainly good to be here at Cal Lutheran this morning to celebrate what God is doing and to share a little reflection in terms of um, the theme that you have selected for the year, love God, love, uh, love one another, love. And so this morning I want to talk about love your neighbor. Look at your neighbor say, love your neighbor. Oh, come on, look at him. That's kind of who I am. Tell your neighbor, say, love your neighbor. Just a few days ago, my Facebook was lit up with all these amazing quotes and all these amazing memes from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And many of us celebrated his birthday on Monday and we all had the day off, amen? And I think what's interesting to me is that the very next day we all went back to business as usual. I think we can be so united and rally together for the idea of unity, but the reality is, who is my neighbor? What neighbor? You are not my neighbor. We like to pick and choose who our neighbors are. This year, our Senate, Southwest California Senate, raised the question at their synodical King Day commemoration, what would Dr. King do in times like these? And I've been wrestling with that question over the last week or so. And so my simple answer for you this morning is, I think Dr. King would keep on dreaming. Tell your neighbor, say, dream on. Tell him again, say, dream on. One could say that the presidency of the Honorable Barack Obama was the fulfillment of Martin's dream. And I think one would be fallacious because just as fluid a country we were less than 20 months ago, we are now polar opposite. And even then, I'm not so sure Barack was the fulfillment of the dream as much as he was a nod to the dream. I think in order for us, or in order for the dream that Dr. King dreamed to be actualized, 
there would have to be a whole lot more color brave people in this world. Those that are not blind to the color of skin, but those that appreciate, recognize, and honors persons of color as truly equal. That people of color embody brilliance and an aptitude that defines their character, not because where they are born, but because they rise above the realities of stereotypes, judgment, injustice, hate, bigotry, and anything else that maligns us every single day in this country. The land of the brave, home of the free. I tread lightly to be ever so gentle with my words because I want to be very clear. Martin's dream is really about love. No matter who you are, period. And the metaphor he uses is personal of his four little black children. Deeper here, God loves all of us, and all of us are God's children. Leviticus 19 gives us this nugget. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And God writes this to Israel, and God knows Israel's neighbors beyond the borders hate them. He knows his, their, border, their, their neighbors beyond the border wants to pounce on them, wants to steal from them, wants to destroy them, and eventually will overpower them, attack them, and turn them into slaves. Even further to say, this goes beyond just loving each other because it's often easy for us to love those that are within our walls, those that look like us, serve like us, give like us, come from where us come from. But where it gets crazy is those that want to build a wall to divide the us's, the them's. Yet God gives us a command to love. The biggest dream you can have is not one of stuff, things, or accolades. It has to be the impossible dream. And for this America that we live in, the impossible dream seems to be a dream of love. We have to love our neighbors as ourselves. And if I could just have a little small caveat, I was thinking just yesterday when I, I don't know, I think I was in my bed sleep, going to sleep or something like that. I was just thinking about this whole uh, notion of ourselves. And I was thinking that oftentimes around, well, you know, during Christmas, this is a side note, my wife always asked me, you know, babe, what do you want for Christmas? And you know, by the time we get to the end of the year, you know, because I love myself, right? You know, everything that I want, I pretty much have already gotten. So I, I pretty much love myself really, really well. It's harder for me then to figure out what somebody else wants because they got to give me a list. But yet God calls, calls us to love our neighbors as ourselves. That's Dr. King's dream. That was Gandhi's dream. That was Mother Teresa's dream. That's the Dalai Lama's dream. This is Jesus' dream. Love is simply the word of the day. Dr. King penned, darkness can drive out. Can, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And there's no time for us to keep fighting about whose side you're on, whether you're on the right side or the, red, or the wrong side, the red side or the blue side. Who cares about what borders you cross? I'm on love side. Who cares about your immigration status? I'm on love side. Who cares about the color of your skin? Simply on love side. Who cares about your sexual orientation? 
I'm on love side. Your blood bleeds red, and Christ died so you may have life and have life abundantly, and you have been saved by grace through faith. And for that reason, I love you. Amen. Lord of heaven and earth, today we remember the life and legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. This servant knew that agape love did not begin by discriminating between worthy and unworthy people or any qualities people possess. Agape love begins by loving others for their sake. This love is an entirely neighbor regarding concern for others, which discovers the neighbor and everyone it meets. This love makes no distinction between friend and enemy. It is directed towards both. So, let us love in this way. Amen. Our community announcements for today. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan, Sonora, and Marvin. And we welcome back uh, Brother Juan Carlos from St. John Seminary, who will be with us most all of this semester. He will be joined this afternoon by other colleagues from St. John Seminary who will tend Catholic life this evening. If you're at all interested in joining this section of people that usually sit right over there, imaginary in this moment, that would be directed by Jessica, known as our chapel choir, you are encouraged to join. When are you going to launch practice? Okay, there you go. You should go. Okay, all right. On your way out of chapel today, I want to encourage you to wander down the Rose Garden Lane and stop midway. There's a peace pole that stands there. It stands there for a very specific reason not just because it's this implement. It stands as a reminder for us that we have a stake in the ground for peace. So, walk down the pathway and don't walk by. Stop for a moment. Recognize its existence. Ask God and be bold in your ask for a bit more peace in these days. And then take that peace with you the rest of the week.